Hello and welcome to NDIS Know How, a podcast series that asks how can parents get the very best NDIS plan and ample funding to support their kid. This podcast is written and made by me, Melanie Dimmitt, the author of Special and sponsored by HireUp, a disability support platform connecting families like mine with top-notch support workers. This episode is a very timely one as it specifically relates to Australia's upcoming federal election on May 21. My guest is disability rights campaigner Ellie DiMichelier, who is a spokesperson for Every Australian Counts and their Defend Our NDIS campaign. Ellie lives in Brisbane with her wife, Chantel, and their two dogs. Ellie's been all over the media lately, hosting numerous events campaigning for the future of the NDIS and, as she says, finding new and exciting ways to get the NDIS onto the election agenda. In this chat, we talk about Ellie's own experience on the NDIS, why the NDIS needs defending, and how we can make our vote count toward a better NDIS. Ellie, you are an NDIS participant yourself. Can you tell me a little bit about how the NDIS came into your life and the impact that it's had? I had an incredible first planning meeting. I remember going into the NDIA office and meeting the planner and sitting down with them. I took my mum, who's an incredible advocate, not just because she's my mum and I think uh, mums of disabled kids are the best advocates you can ever find, but um, she has been instrumental in the rollout of the NDIS here in Queensland. But... um, it was a it was a dream planning meeting. It went for about an hour and a half, and this woman showed real interest in my life and what I wanted to do into the future. And she was shocked that I had never received any support in my entire life, and that I had, you know, achieved what I had with nothing. Um, but that she could see I was in real pain without support. So. Um, she went off and she was the one that wrote my first plan. And I think it was only, you know, a week or so later that that first plan hit my inbox. Weirdly, I was visiting my mum at work um, and it was her work team that was very much responsible for the rollout of the NDIS in Queensland. So it was very exciting to be with them when I opened my first NDIS plan and yeah, it was. I I have referred to that day throughout this whole campaign as my freedom day, um, and in particular that first NDIS funded wheelchair as the most transformative, I guess, material item I have ever owned in my life. To be given that wheelchair um, meant that I could go to work full time. It meant that I could go out to the shops with Chantelle and push myself around for the first time and not rely on her or other people to get me around. It just, it was freedom. It was complete freedom. That must have been such an incredible and life-changing moment. And it's just, it blows my mind that prior to the NDIS, you were using a wheelchair that you bought at Aldi. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I remember. So I had been using um, one of those walkers that you buy at the pharmacy and I had been persevering with that, I reckon, for about five years. And I remember I was with one of my really good friends and oftentimes what I would actually do is sit on the seat 
backwards on these walkers and she would put everyone would push me around on the mobility walker um so it was like a fake wheelchair um anyway and we were going to Aldi and um we were looking in that you know the great um special buy section those random things that come up you know you yes can, you can buy like winter items and then suddenly you can buy like a lawnmower yes um and then suddenly you could buy a wheelchair but it was so wrong for me my feet didn't touch the foot plates I couldn't manually push it myself which meant only other people could push me around it was just built clearly for like a full-size adult male I just looked like I had shrunk inside this wheelchair and it was so uncomfortable. But yet it was better than sitting backwards on the mobility walker. <laughs> so you kind of took it. Yeah. That's what we that's what we ended up doing back in those days. You just kind of made do with what you could because you had nothing. Gosh, it just, yeah, like I said, it blows my mind because the amount, you know, Arlo has a wheelchair, my son, and the amount of trials and tailoring like his Mm. wheelchair is so custom made like beautifully for him and he can't sit in you know standard wheelchairs like the ones they have at the airport and the beach and stuff like that so we would have been completely screwed prior to the NDIS probably having to carry Arlo around I I don't even want to imagine what that would have been like so well can I just say I my clear memory of childhood was that my mum would carry me around right up until I reckon I was about six or seven my mum who's tiny um and who had broken her back as a teenager in multiple places in a really bad car accident she had no other option than to I remember being at supermarkets and shopping centers and saying mum leg sore leg sore carry Mm. and she would pick me up and carry me because there were no other options As you just heard, Ellie's own experience with the NDIS has been good, but we know this isn't the case for all participants. I ask Ellie, why does the NDIS need defending in this upcoming election? And why is it in trouble? The reason it is in trouble is not because um, any political party has threatened its funding. Um, Let me be clear, both major parties have guaranteed um, funding the NDIS into the future. Where the NDIS is in significant trouble is in its values and in its purpose and in its fundamental promise to people with disabilities. So to explain this, Mel, I really do need to take you back 10 years, Mm -hmm. um, 10 years pretty much exactly to this moment when Julia Gillard announced that she was creating the NDIS 10 years ago. And that came off the back of years and years of campaigning by people with disability, including Every Australian Counts, which was created in order to fight for the NDIS. And we fought to create a national disability insurance scheme that would provide people with disability not with welfare checks, not with standardised packages, but with an insurance scheme that would guarantee them for their entire life um, the individual packages 
they need to get the supports they need for their individual disabilities in order to achieve the life they want to live um, of their choosing. Because I think the thing you really need to remember is that disability is so diverse. There is no two people, even with the same disability, that have the same support needs or the same allied health needs. You cannot fit people with disability into standardised boxes. So we fought for an NDIS that would recognise those individual needs. And that is the NDIS that was created. And that was the NDIS that absolutely delivered my first plan, you know, to sit down with that planner for an hour and a half and for her to understand my life and my goals. Um, that That was delivering on its promise. But over the last 18 months, what we've seen is an NDIS that is being whittled down into a standardised welfare scheme where they are attempting in order to save costs to fit people with disability into standardised boxes. And as a result of that, what people with disability are experiencing is massive cuts to their NDIS plans. And when they appeal those cuts, what they are experiencing is a NDIA that will not talk to them and therefore they're having to go to the AAT, which is a disastrous, heartbreaking experience. So when I say we need to defend our NDIS, I'm not talking about the NDIS of today. I'm talking about the NDIS we built 10 years ago. We need to get our NDIS back and we need to deliver on that promise that we made to people with disability 10 years ago that the NDIS was always going to be there for them. So as voters, you know, Australians, we're going to go and vote in the federal election in a few weeks. So when we're deciding how we vote, how can we educate ourselves on who to vote for? You know, how are we going to vote so that our vote counts toward supporting the NDIS? I think that's a really great question, Mel. Um, I think the best way that you can educate yourself is to reach out to your local candidates. And I know that feels really intimidating to a lot of people. But I think sometimes we think that it's all about what the leaders at the top have to say. And we leave it to, you know, the party leaders to give us all the answers. But I actually think we need to remember that it is the people in our electorate um, who are going to represent us that we really need to hear from. So I recommend that you go to the Australian Electoral Commission website and you find out what electorate you're in. And um, they will also tell you now who is running in your electorate. Google them. Have a look at what they stand for. And if they don't have anything out about the NDIS, just send them a quick email and ask them to email you back what they believe about the NDIS. And then I've had a few people come back to me and say, I've gotten this response and, you know, it doesn't really answer my question or I'm confused by it or it's a lot of technical speak. 
And often what I say to those people is, well, if you feel like it doesn't answer your question and it doesn't speak to what you were telling them about your life, then I think that that says a lot about whether that candidate is best to represent you. But if you truly feel like they may have just misunderstood you, go back and ask for some more. But I do think a lot of the time that it is good to talk to these people about the NDIS and understand whether they really truly get what it's like to be on the scheme. Um, At a broad level, I can just let you know that so we in Australia have two parties that can form government, the Liberal Party and the Labor Party, and we have the Greens that are a minor party that often they have seats in the lower house and in the Senate. Labor has released its NDIS plan for the future. The Greens have released its NDIS plan for the future. We have not heard from the Liberals a plan for the future, Um, and we have two weeks to go. And I think that's been a really disappointing part of this election campaign because when you have two parties that can form government, I think it's really important that both parties lay out their futures for the NDIS and then we can compare. Um, So I really hope in the last two weeks of this campaign, this is my biggest hope, Mel, is that the Liberal Party releases its plan for the future of the NDIS because then people with disability can truly compare and contrast and make the best decision for them. Yes, then we'll have all the information in front of us that we need. Yes, I think it's just really important, Mel, that people with disability and their family and their friends understand that they have a lot of power at this election. There are 500,000 people on the NDIS. There are 270,000 people whose jobs directly rely on the NDIS. Um, That's a lot of people. And then when you add on top our family, our friends, all the people that care about us, that's a lot of votes. Um, So if we can get chatting to our friends and family about why the NDIS matters to us, and why we need to defend it, we can change the course of this election. And I want to make really clear to people with disability, the future of the NDIS has not been written. But I want to make sure we are the ones that write it. And if we are the ones that write it, we need to show up at this election. And showing up means talking to our friends and family, and it means voting on May 21st. Yes. Oh, I'm like yeah. so excited to have you in this community doing this incredible work for us. Thank you so much, Right Ellie. back at you. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. Talk soon. A huge thank you to Ellie for sharing her story and wisdom, and also to my sponsor, Hire Up, for supporting me in making this podcast. If you want to learn more about how you can defend our NDIS in the upcoming election, visit the Every Australian Counts website, which I've linked in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to NDIS Know How and catch you again soon.